What's up, everyone? So we are back in a different setting for the first time on this episode. We are in the podcast studio at Spiracle HQ. Finally. Nice to be back here. Yeah, it's it's definitely definitely very awesome to be back. I don't know how to feel because I've been staring into my computer screen usually when we (laughs) record every episode. But uh, this one should be should be a little better because we actually get to look at each other's faces. <laughs> I just want to say that listening to the podcast, I actually had no idea that you guys weren't in person the whole time. Wait, so, who are you? Oh, my name's <laughs> Austin Huddy, Senior Creative Video Specialist at Spherical Media. Did I take away the intro you were going to give me? So yeah, uh, as Austin said, today we have a very special guest from the production staff, the slam dunk king, the kid, the one who never gets nervous, senior creative video specialist, Austin Huddy. Welcome. Wow, your <laughs> intro was so much better than mine. Thank you. That was great. <laughs> I, I do my best. So uh, Happy to be here. Yeah. So you've been with Spiracle for a good while now. Uh, you've helped show me the ropes um, since I got started here. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got started here? Sure. So I came on uh, to Spiracle Media as an intern in the summer of 2017. It's actually kind of an interesting story about how I became an intern because so I went to Queens University, Charlotte, local school right down the road. Um, And before I got my internship here, I interned um, at at the time it was called Time Warner Cable News, now Spectrum News. Um, and my um, direct supervisor was a man named AJ Shadora, who's a man that works here now. Um, but one day I was getting a video. I was my friend at Queens was having a video shot on her by Spherical Media, and she needed some friends for some B-roll. And I had like kind of been into video for maybe like a year or so at that point. And um, so I, I agreed to, to do the B-roll with her. Then I saw AJ was shooting the B-roll. I was like, oh, what's up, man? Are you doing this on the side? I thought, he, I thought you were still at um, Spectrum News or Time Warner Cable News. He said, he said, nah, man, I got out of there. <laughs> he escaped. <laughs> yeah, he escaped. He escaped the news world. He's like, yeah, man, I got out of there. I, uh, I work for Spherical now. And I'm like, awesome, man. Do you guys want an intern? He's like, um, let me check into that. And then... Um, few phone calls later, I got an internship. Spiracle. So there Media, wasn't actually the a, a, an, an internship position that you applied for. It was actually like you kind of created the position yourself. Well, yeah, I was the very first intern at Spiracle Media. Um, I think that they had kind of talked about getting an intern before me, but they'd never actually like put in the effort to try to find one. So I kind of just like landed on their doorstep and was like hey can i have an internship so i kind of made it easy <laughs> that's on awesome because you said you, you were studying video production at queens yes i was a journalism and digital media major so it was actually perfect because i it was like a two-sided major where obviously you learn the journalism side storytelling the basics of storytelling how to tell a good story and then the digital media side where you where you learn how to operate a camera, how to edit, um, all of the kind of technical aspects. That's awesome. How'd you get into it? Like, how, well, like, what I, made you want to start getting into into video production and storytelling, and or even even journalism yeah. itself? Yeah. So that also was almost like an accident as well, because I, like a lot of other college students, had no idea what I wanted to do at all when I got to college. I played soccer there, and that was pretty much my only focus at the time. Um, I changed my major. Well, so I came in as physical therapy major. 
And then I was like, it took me about a week or so to realize, yeah, I don't want to do that. <laughs> then I changed to a business major. I sat in one business lecture and I was like, yeah, not doing that. <laughs> and then I, my friend, I was talking to my friend and she's like, or I'm like, um, I have no idea what I want to do. Tell me what I should do. She's like, why don't you, why don't you be a communication major? I think you might like it. And I was like, sure, I'll do it. So I changed to communication major, took, um, took one of my first classes was intro to digital media production where I got my hands on a camera and I immediately had an affinity to it, loved it and, um, just started pursuing it more. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. See, I feel like that's similar to a lot of creatives, like paths to where they are, you know, like mine, you know, kind of similar to that where. I got into it because of a, of a high school senior project that I was like, eh, I mean, I knew I, I liked photography and I liked video, um, but I never thought I'd be like, oh, I'm going to make this into a job or something. And uh, yeah, I helped, helped a, a buddy of mine with his project. And I was like, yeah, um, I love this. This is this is kind of what I want to do. So it's neat, you know, hearing the similarities uh, you know, of, of, of people's paths and journeys and, and whatnot. I want to go back to um, your internship because I had two internships near when I was graduating and they were cool but they were internships like why did you choose to stay um I mean I immediately fell in love with the culture here you know um at the time that I was an intern I think we only had six or seven people um and I got a lot of attention as an intern I they everybody here at Spiracle just like made me feel well first of all I didn't feel like an intern from the very beginning well, I actually technically wasn't an intern. They called me an apprentice, which I appreciated. <laughs> Fancy. Oh, so it's, and it's all started yeah. from them. That's where. That's why you are the way you are. That's where the ego comes uh, from. No, <laughs> no, but um, it was funny. It was like a running joke that somebody would be like, um, the intern or say something like that. I'd be like, actually, I'm an apprentice. So. <laughs> no, but yeah, I just got a ton of like attention and they really helped to grow me I was like I had like raw talent I guess you could say but I was nowhere close to where I am now and with the help of Dave and AJ um they really really helped to to grow me and help me learn and and get the ropes um and then in addition to just learning a ton here I mean as I mentioned before I felt like family as soon as I walked through the doors you know Tim Jared everybody just makes you makes you feel like you're part of the family, you know, and I'm sure you guys know, are like, they, they truly care about you as a person. And I recognize that immediately that it was care about you as a person first, employee second. And that was one of the things I fell in love with here. And it's honestly why I think I would probably never leave. Is that a threat? (laughs) (laughs) You can never get me out of here. Never leave it. No, that's definitely something we can all attest to of just like we you walk in even when I had my interview you walk in and you just feel comfort mm-hmm. and you feel like you're actually a part of something and not working just for a big company that's just a wheelhouse of videos that they're just throwing out there. Yeah, so. it's so important. It's so important. And I have, I have so many friends that work for, you know, corporations and, you know, big companies and I, I tell them about the culture there and they're like, I have no idea what that feels like. Like I, I'm a number at my company and they don't get that kind of that care and friendship and stuff at, at work like like we do here. Well, and the beauty is that that culture bleeds right into the work that we that we're able to do. Like not only not only the, the content itself, but the, the actual type of work that we're able to do, too. 
Absolutely. I think, I mean, this is the type of industry where I think you need to really truly care about what you're doing to get a good product. You know, if you like, I I'd mentioned this multiple times before, but like, um, you need to put your heart and soul into every single project for it to, for it to be the best. Mm -hmm. Um, especially these like in-depth storytelling pieces where there's a lot of emotion and rawness in it. If you're not, if you're not invested in it, then that's going to show in the final product and it's not going to be as powerful as as you want it to be. Well, and I think partners too, all right, you know, they, they see that, that, that passion that we have, um, and they pay us, you know, a fair, very large amount of respect in regards to creative freedom and putting trust and faith in what we're able to do and what we're capable of. Um, and I think that comes, you know, that, that kind of has a lot of, you know, a lot of, um, you know, uh, there's a lot of responsibility with that, you know, and I think being able to partake in that, in that culture, that's, you're given the, the, the freedom and the space to, you know, kind of do your thing, but also kind of be able to kind of keep it on your mind that, oh, you know, I have a, I have a you know, pretty large responsibility here that I have to have to make sure that I'm, I'm addressing the needs of the of the partners, just like our, you know, Tim and, and Jared and, and Dave, all, you know, address our, you know, our needs uh, within the within the confines of, of Spiracle. So uh, I'm going to take it back to the intro. Mm-hmm. Um, so I heard recently that you never get nervous mm. and you, you said you weren't nervous coming in here. So explain so, yourself. Yeah, Where does that come from? You know, I um, I don't feel like I have to explain myself. Actually, wow. <laughs> Mike, drop. Well, okay. You can leave. I uh, I just you know I I work under pressure. I perform under pressure. I uh, I just don't feel nervous. I'm just I love being in the spotlight, and uh, you know that's just the way I live my life. But what about when you forget to press record? You don't get oh, nervous. There is proof of really that. Yes. Oh, I don't know why I didn't prepare myself for this moment. Like I, I should have known that this was well, coming. Well, it threw you for a curveball because it wasn't coming from me. <laughs> wow, guys. So do you want me to explain this story? No, I'm, I'll, I'll take it. I'll explain it. Oh, so, la- so last year, you, yeah. So last year on our company work retreat, uh, we were given a little scavenger hunt, and one of them. Uh, was to get a video clip of the Welcome to Virginia or Virginia's for Lovers uh, sign, the traffic sign. And uh, so I'm in the car with Kayla and Elgin and Austin. And Austin is in the front seat and he's like, yeah, I'll, I'll capture it, you know, just do a drive-by, you know, we'll record it and we'll be good to go. Everybody's giving their thumbs up in the, in the shot. Well, um, Don Jeech over here, senior creative specialist, <laughs> double tapped and uh, didn't hit record. So we eventually lost the scavenger hunt because Mr. I never get nervous and performs under pressure. Well, let me just say, when I double tapped, I wasn't nervous about it. <laughs> His fingers were shaking so bad that he double tapped. Mind you guys, Carson and I weren't on this retreat, like, but we have heard about it. And almost every meeting that we've had in the last three months of just like... Did you record? Did you? <laughs> I keep, you know, you guys give me so much crap about that. I keep forgetting that you weren't actually there for that. I might have to revoke your privileges of being able to make fun of me for that. But let me tell you this, the story from my perspective. Okay. okay. So obviously I was going to shoot the shot and <laughs> the part, yeah, as Zach mentioned, I had to get everybody's thumbs up. So I like did the pan and honestly, I, I just want to say this. I think that it was a camera malfunction totally not on me totally out of my control actually 
totally out of my control. Have it up with Apple. <laughs> <laughs> They're products. You can't trust them. Anyway, um, so, and what was funny was that, like, right after I shot it, I rewatched it and realized what I did. And didn't everybody in the car. You didn't want to say anything. I would not have said that. Everybody in the car was like, Do you get it? And I was just like, Yep. <laughs> And then we get there, and the moment we're all like, "All right, we got this." And then Austin's like, "Yeah." <laughs> well, so so actually, what I tried to do was so basically, we we're going around the room. You oh, had to like yeah, hold yeah. up your phone that's right, that's to like show what you got, and so I just like cool, was yeah. like, "Yep, here it is," and like pulled my phone back away. And then I was just like, yeah, "Who was it that called like, you? Was it Morgan? I think it was it was either or Tim. I, it might have been Morgan or yeah. Tim. It was either Tim or Morgan. And then they're like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, wait! Can we take, a, take another a look at that?" Look and I'm like, "No, we don't need to." <laughs> and then, yep, it's over. And then it's been just been a year of just constant berating um, and emotional abuse <laughs> towards me, but but we're all a family, right? Yeah, we're oh, all that's family. The that's what family. Yeah. That's right. I mean, you know, it doesn't take away from the fact that you do great work, you know, and you are a great yeah. leader, and you're out on the, you know, mm-hmm. out out on the shoot, and you know. Um, but was the original question though, um, when I, the context of when we actually heard about it, was it? Because it was on a recent event that you did with Jared, right? Or was it in preparation of? Were you guys were Wait, you guys sorry. gearing up for like the EO, like the li- some sort of live stream thing? Yeah. And they talk like somebody was like, "Yeah, don't you know, don't worry about your nerves." And I guess you were like, "Oh, I never get nervous." Oh yes, I was doing the the live stream event where we basically had a panel, um, uh, just like a kind of a round circle discussion. They were like, "Yeah, yeah, don't get nervous," and I was like, "I don't." Yeah. Never. See now, but see that now that's that's something that's pretty awesome. But like in regards to actually going out on shoots, do you ever have moments where you're kind of like, hmm, like maybe not necessarily nervous, but like unsure of of something? No, obviously I do get nervous sometimes. It's more of just like a yeah. joke. But you know, yeah, there's definitely times out on a shoot. I mean, I think everybody has definitely like double. Oh, for sure, out I on have a shoot like during uh, during a um like maybe important shot, um. No, I definitely, there's definitely times out in the field where I'm like, oh crap, did I just do that? Or did I like have my exposure right? And like, there, there's, there's so many little details to like pay attention to when you're out on the shoot. So many things can go wrong. So yeah, there's definitely times where I, I'm like worried that that something's going to go wrong. Yeah. I mean, do you, I mean, I, I would imagine a lot of times you kind of take, equate it back to when you, the days of playing soccer, where it's like you get into these routine, uh, the routines of things and yeah, you get, you know, there's so many, fi- you know, uh, fi- uh, small details and things you have to pay attention to that. It's like, it has to also uh, almost become like muscle memory to, to, to double check. No, totally. These things, so. Yeah. And like, honestly, sometimes I do in my mind compare it to like going out on the shoot and then playing a soccer game. There's like these certain moments where you have to get it right and like say there's like a shot maybe it's not like um a shoot that's like with actors and stuff that you can't do over again it's like b-roll of live events going on and you have to get this shot and you have to get it right in the moment and i definitely compare it to sports sometimes at least in my mind because i grew up playing sports so i like to make that comparison Mm -hmm. but yeah it's like there's these little moments that happen that i feel like you have to get right or you're gonna like miss the opportunity yeah, I agree. Uh, so one thing I would like to touch on as well. So in our with our internal review process, you are the one who pretty much gives all the initial feedback on every video that we put out. Um, and I know some of my, my videos, you, you've put in some pretty deep feedback and made me um, think about like the stories I've been trying to tell. So, so maybe walk us through that process of how you kind of take a unique look at every single person's project and, and give that feedback. 
Yeah, that's a great question. Um, so it really started with me just studying Dave. So Dave, our chief creative officer, um, before I kind of stepped into the role that I, I'm in right now, Dave was reviewing everything. And I would have those same thoughts where it's like, Dave would take an in-depth look at my story and my video and give all these comments on things that I never would have thought of. And so honestly, a lot of the growth and, and strides that I've made as far as video shooting and storytelling has just been from me just like studying Dave. Because Dave is just awesome, honestly. He's so good at what he does and he's somebody that, that you can learn from. So it really started with that as me just like, looking at Dave, learning from Dave, asking him a bunch of questions. Like I've had a bunch of discussions with, with him about how to review pieces and how to look at pieces um, through a different lens that, that not everybody's gonna be looking through at all times. And, and so it starts with that. Like I just, I, I look at the piece, I watch it. I usually watch a piece probably like three times at least when I review it. And there, there's certain elements, I mean, obviously there's like small detail things that that's usually kind of easy to check off, but it does kind of get more difficult when you start thinking about like story arc and characters and emotional pull and all this stuff. There, there's a lot that goes into it. And honestly, it's, I, I think, as I mentioned, looking at Dave, but it's just like a lot of experience and just like doing it over and over again, reviewing people's pieces, watching not only spherical content, but other content too. I think that's one of the most important things is looking at content outside of what's in your immediate circle and looking for inspiration and stuff like that. So that's definitely a big influence for me when I'm, when I'm reviewing other people's pieces and thinking about, you know, how can we make this better? Well, you know, it's got the big, uh, you know, it's it's really important because you're not just it's not just oh I'm I'm constructively criticizing my my teammates' uh, work, but it's doing it with the partner's uh, interests in mind as well. Yeah, definitely. And honestly, one more thing on that is like I, I talked to Dave about this the other day, where he he was like, I don't think you're being too hard, but you know, make sure you point out the good stuff too in a piece, which I've been trying to get better at because I, I get into this zone where obviously the reason I'm reviewing it is to kind of improve the parts that could be better. And I forget to like comment on the fact that like, wow, this shot was amazing or the sequence was so powerful. Sometimes I forget to like talk about that and I move over it. And I, I think back to the times where Dave was reviewing my piece and he would like have like, 30 comments on like a one minute video and I'm like man was it that bad <laughs> like it was that bad but um but then he said that he struggled with the same thing too where it's like you're doing a lot of really good stuff I just like forget to point it out sometimes and so I think that's an important thing too mm -hmm. um when you're reviewing a piece because honestly every single piece that you guys do there's so many good things going on even though I'm reviewing the bad things so yeah if if there's a piece where I don't say anything good just know that it's because I forgot not because it's not good <laughs> <laughs> so I got one. What's your what's your creative approach um, when when a, when a, when a project kind of comes in and it gets slated on your schedule? What, what's your what's your initial reaction? And then um, you know you, you kind of go through your meetings and you're getting prepped. Like what 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 kind of gets you amped up? No, that's a good question. Um, it really depends. You know, like spherical, we do so many different types of projects. Obviously, we're we're always trying to do those intense storytelling pieces, but it's not always like a hard hitting story that we're doing. So I think the first thing I do is kind of just like take a step back and think about what what we what style of video are we wanting 
to do here? You know, what does the partner want? What do I think is going to work best for the audience that's watching it? You know, like for example, um, I just worked on a, a sushi video where basically the partner just wanted, they were like, Hey, tell, talk a little bit about like why our sushi's good, but really just make it look cool. And I was like, <laughs> Oh, okay. I've never really like had a partner just like come to me with that kind of like initial creative idea. And so, and, the, and they totally trusted us. So then at that point I was like, okay, I got to figure out some cool stuff to do for this video. So I just spent a while just looking up cool YouTube tutorials on cool effects and editing styles and all this stuff to try to make the video look as cool as possible. So that's one example of like, it depends on what the type of video and is. Were if you able to finish that video? Yes, it is. Fi well, it's kind of finished. We Because of COVID, it kind of got delayed. There's a version of it that's done, but technically we still need to shoot some more interviews for it. But it's I think it's up on our Vimeo so channel. So how, how did it um, feel uh, when you when you kind of sent them the, that initial link? Because that's a lot of creative freedom that when there's not a lot of when there, you know, because it's not necessarily story based per se. But if you're going through and you're like getting all these what you deem to be cool, like that's got to make you a little bit nervous, right? And what what kind of feedback did you kind of get in, in in regards to that? Well, again, yeah, I don't feel nervous, but um, oh <laughs> no, it was, no, there there was when you have that much creative control, there is um a sense of like, man, I really hope that they like it, um, because yeah, they they just came to us and we we're like, make it look cool, and like that could mean a million things. So there was a part of me where I was like, I spent so much time on some of these like mm -hmm. tiny little edits. Like I remember there's one like two second section of the video that took me like at least an hour to yeah. do. And and so yeah, so there was a lot of me thinking going into it like, I really, really hope they like this. Um, and then we sent it to them and they were just blown away. They loved it, oh, which awesome. getting that, that feedback immediately is just like a, like, like a just such a weight air. off your yeah. yeah it's a weight off your shoulders where it's like man I spent all this time on this and it really paid off because there are times where you spend a lot of time on something and they're like we don't like this yeah. and it's like well I guess that's the end well, of that it's like you, it's like you get it. that emotional <laughs> investment into it and then yeah then you're like it, you know exactly. like your balloon just kind of gets deflated and you're just kind of like uh but it's really important yeah. that you don't let that kind of you know influence and yeah how do you how do you how do you not let that kind of negative feedback or that kind of unexpected reaction kind of deflate your your ego deflate your confidence and kind of keep you keep you going i'll tell you it's almost impossible for it not yeah. to i'll say that because as i mentioned and you just said you're emotionally invested in all these pieces so when when you put yourself i think as as creatives we put ourselves into every project and so when you put yourself and you put a lot of effort into something and then the partner's like no, we don't like this, this is terrible. They usually don't say this is terrible, but sometimes they do. Um, and it's like, dang, that hurts. You know, it's cause like, it's, it's so personal to you. And it's like, this is my art that I was creating and they don't like it. And sometimes that's a really crappy feeling to feel that. But at the end of the day, you gotta, you gotta bounce back from that. I think that um, that just takes time and being able to, to, to learn how to react to that the proper way and, and in a constructive way and be like, okay, well, what did you not like about it? What can I do to help? And kind of going back at it with that really positive attitude, the, the partner recognizes that and they appreciate that. Um, and yeah, you, you just gotta, sometimes you gotta kind of separate yourself when it comes to that, to that um, yeah, feedback that's coming growing in. Growing that thick skin. So I mean, it's, it's a testament to how, you know, even the projects are initially, you know, kicked off in regards to 
how Tim or Davis are, are you know, talking to the to the partner and you know and those initial conversations to how Morgan or Kayla our producers how they kind of plan and interact with the with the partners and you know building that trust with them right down to you know like you're saying working you know giving giving you that that creative freedom and and you know this way when the when the feedback comes in it's you know it's there and it's kind of you know it comes in with it with it with a a, a good amount of respect and um so it's kind of like my skin is thick but it doesn't necessarily have to be that way because it, the the relationship with the with the partner has been curated so well to that to that point and i think while having thick skin because you have to have thick skin obviously when you're putting yourself out there like that it's also good to have kind of to be emotional and to be like to take it to take kind of not offense but just be a little bit hurt about if you get negative feedback and not in like a oh I'm gonna go sulk in my in the corner kind of thing but like okay this this hurts and it's a good thing that it hurts um it was one of the videos that I really struggled with over this whole work from home thing that you actually helped me with and I think you told me that if I'm not getting an emotional connection with it once I watch it then no one's going to and I've thought about that with every video that I've gone if that I've done since then and like there's no point in sending you a video if I don't feel a connection to it so no I think that's a really great point that you brought up about like you got to find that balance between being emotionally invested in a piece but also not being so emotionally invested that you're sulking in a corner yeah. when you when <laughs> they don't like it or they want to change it I think that's a really really important piece and or uh, important um advice um so yeah, just going into it, you you have to find that that balance, or else like you're gonna be an emotional roller coaster. And sometimes that balance comes with um, shooting little basketballs in the office and exactly. getting stressed out that way. That so. is a major stress reliever for me, <laughs> except the fact that I always play horse with Jared and he beats me every single time on the basketball <laughs> hoop. Every time I've won once, I think actually. <laughs> All right, so I think this has probably been one of my favorite episodes. Um, I think a lot of that contributes to being able to see the people I'm talking to. Um, it's been awesome to record this one in the office, um, and thank you to Austin for, for coming out and joining for this episode. Thanks so much for having me. This was a lot of fun. I hope I get to do it again. Yeah, so, um, so thanks, everyone, for listening, and make sure to catch up with us on social media. You can find us at the QCC on Instagram and also spiraclebuzz.com. You've been listening to QCC.